It seems like it's been 40 weeks since you got 40 winks. Your back pain? Unbearable. Tossing, turning, trying to find that pain-free position. And that's the moment you realize you can't spend another waking moment putting off treatment. The Joint and Spine Center is Cincinnati's leading destination for spine care with a ton of surgical and non-surgical treatments for back pain. So when a moment has the power to change the rest of your life, go to the one place with the power to change it for the better, the Christ Hospital Health Network. This changes everything. I want to lose weight, but I don't know how to get started. What should I meal prep every week? How do I get those sweet booty gains? Inspiration for your healthy lifestyle. You can pound this. The Pound This Podcast with Amanda Valentine. Thank you so much for listening to The Pound This Podcast. I am Amanda Valentine, and this is one heck of a topic that I absolutely cannot wait to hear. Navigating fear, comparison, and imposter syndrome. My guest is Brittany Larson. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Amanda. Now, Brittany, you are a TV producer, and that's how I met you. We happen to work for the same company. It's just your TV and I'm radio. That's right. Yes, it was so awesome. I got to produce your segment, which was great. Yeah, when I was on Twin Cities Live, which was so cool. And then I met you, and then afterwards, I added you on Instagram, and I had no idea that you were so into <laughs> health and fitness. I'm like, oh, my God, this girl is so awesome. You are just, like, everything Aww. you do on Instagram, like, you are so, like, it's impossible to watch you without smiling. Like, you're just so positive oh and upbeat. <laughs> I love it. That's the best compliment. Thank you so much. love Instagram. And yeah, I I just have a passion for health and fitness, but not only that, but just like paying it forward and just like making it so people are inside this box. Like I, I really feel that fitness can be fun if you're doing the things that actually bring you joy versus like, well, everyone's everyone's doing this. So I guess I have to do that. So that's what I'm all about. So what's uh, the backstory of your health and fitness journey? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Great question. So. I was an athlete in high school and college. I ran track and played soccer since I was five up until I was 18. And so I was always like involved in a, on a team. And so with my health and fitness, I always just was like, I love that team aspect. I loved being involved with like really pushing myself. I'm, I'm 5'11", I'm 5'11 and a half, really. So I, I kind of can, I like joke that I should have played volleyball, but that's okay. <laughs> but um, so I'm very tall. So I, it's not like I had this gigantic weight loss story, but I do feel like there were at times where I was sort of like kind of putting myself in a box. Like, okay, I, I, I ran track, so I have to, I'm a runner, right? Like I'm a runner now. And it just got to the point where I was sort of in this plateau where I wasn't like, and I just wanted to be stronger. Like I just wanted to like actually enjoy what I was doing. And I think your re- listeners can resonate with this because I was treating fitness like it was like um, a box that I had to just check off. Like I was like it was like on my to do list. It was sort of like autopilot mode where, like, and honestly, it's so <laughs> I look back at this now and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. But when I was wanting to get into like the best shape ever, I thought, okay, I'm going to train for a marathon. Like, and that was my thought process. It was like, (laughs) I'm sort of a doer. Like I just like take action on something. I like have an idea and I do it. And then obviously there's so much work that came about that. Um, So I graduated college and then I, I trained for these, like a marathon the first year and then another marathon. And then it got to a point where I'm like, okay, I love all you runners out there, but it just, for me, at least it wasn't sustainable. Like it wasn't something that 
I could keep up with like the rigorous training and my knees were hurting. I'm like, okay, there has to be something else out there. And that's sort of when I fell in love with these home workout programs. And I was a gym person. Like I didn't think that you could get results from working out at home, but I just kept an open mind and I love just the variety aspect to it. And so for the last two plus years, I've been staying healthy and fit and happy and confident from the comfort of my own home. So that's kind of like the sparks note version. <laughs> I try to give it all. Like, what did you start with? Like, just like insanity, like P90X, yeah. that sort of thing? You know, it's so funny to me. So before I was a producer at Twin Cities Live, I started my journalism career at a small market news station in Mankato, Minnesota. And I was able to do what they call sweeps pieces, which is basically a longer format story. And I said, I did this putting P90X to the test. So I did the 90 day program and, you know, I allowed our viewers to follow along on my journey. So that was super, super fun. Um, so I did P90X. Now I've done like so many, I've done insanity 21 day fix. I just wrapped up a program that was only 20 minutes using a step with, uh, Shanti. So it's just, I just love the variety. Cause I used to be someone who would just like go run miles and, and rack up miles on the pavement. Now I just be, I just crave like the, the hits, the yoga. I love taking classes. So I'm, I'm just someone who just, yeah, I do a lot of different things, well, I guess. I think that's why it's so important to, you know, give everything a try. Like I never thought I was a gym person. I, I mean, I actually yeah. had memberships and never went. It's just because I didn't enjoy the things I was doing there. I just had to try something different of you never, you can, can't just write off like, oh, I don't like home workouts if you've never really tried it or tried different mm -hmm. ones to find the thing that fits or don't think you're a gym person or you're a runner or you're a CrossFitter or whatever thing of just, you, you just got to try it because you, you have yes. no idea what you'll end up falling in love with. A hundred percent. And I, I, that's why, that's why I tried like my whole like mission is helping women, busy women find their happiest, healthy. And that may sound like a Hallmark card, but I was that person that thought I had to fit in this mold of like, well, I'm just supposed to do this. Like I'm just supposed to run, but it's like, if you don't like running or if you don't like a certain workout, stop, like you gotta, you gotta try something different. Right. And I know that not everyone like loves, loves, loves working out, but think about it this way. Like, think about it, like how you feel after the workout. I work with so many girls who thought like, I can't even do a push up. Like I can't do what you're doing. I'm like, you just have to start somewhere. And I'm sure you've heard that before, but it's just like, we have this, we sometimes have this instant gratification of like, when we're trying something new, if we're not like 100% ninja level status, we're not even going to attempt it. But if we have that mindset going into something new, we're never going to get the results we're looking for because we've already put up that wall. So it's just getting really curious, slowing down and committing the 30 days, like committing to it because it's not all going to be great, but you're going to feel so much better when you follow through and stop breaking that promise to yourself and just finally commit to something. Well, and speaking of P90X, I actually had Tony Horton on my podcast a few months ago. Awesome. Yeah, he was so super cool. great. But one of the things he said was, you know, he does all these workout classes, which I did one of them with him. It was intense. But he's yeah. like, you know, ever afterwards, he's like, ever, anybody raise your hand if you regret coming, if you feel bad. And nobody yes. does. And he's like, you're, you're always going to feel good no matter what it is, just doing it. You just have to do it. So I, I just think that was great advice of like everybody good. feels good afterwards and it kind of makes you want to have more of that feeling. So maybe you should try to incorporate more of that into your life. 
a hundred percent totally agree. And it's just sticking with something and, and expecting like, it's not always going to be easy, it, I, but it, it's just getting curious about what you like and not like, I, I keep saying it, but like not putting yourself in the box of like, I have to do this and coming from a place of force, but rather curiosity of like, what do I really like? What do I enjoy? Because if you make fitness fun and enjoyable, chances are you're going to stick with it longer than, you know, it's just on your to-do list. All right, so I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. So navigating fear, yeah. comparison, and imposter syndrome. Lay it yes. on me. <laughs> All right, girl, let's do it. So this is obviously a lot to unpack. So I'll try to get like tangible nuggets. Just like when I'm producing a segment, I always ask my guests, like, what are your takeaways? Like, what are your tangible takeaways? Because I want people, especially your listeners, to be able to apply it um, into their life right away. So, and I think before we dive in, like, I feel like this can relate to any type of goal you may have, like it doesn't necessarily have to be fitness related, but I, I kind of like, so my job as a coach, and I've learned this last couple of years is that really like, I've just become obsessed with like growing into the best version of myself, because if I'm filling up my cup, I have a better like understanding of how I can inspire others to do the same. And that's why like on my social media, like on my Instagram, I kind of am very vulnerable. Like I share the ups and the downs and, and what I've learned and, and really all of this information I'm about to tell you from navigating fear of comparison and imposter syndrome, all these nuggets have come from podcasts, personal development books, because I've just really have become addicted and, and obsessed of just growing, like growing into the, my, the best version. And so when it comes to like navigating fear, I, I, all, I often think about it this way because we always have like that one thing that we want to accomplish. Like, and if you haven't really thought of it, maybe you should just hit pause on this podcast, come back in a little bit and think about it. Like take five to 10 minutes to really think about what is it that I really, really want? Like what brings me joy? And when you do that, chances are these blocks may come up for you navigating fear. So whether it's like a fear of failing, um, a feel of fear of not feeling good enough, are not worthy of success. Uh, we just spend so much time sort of like measuring out the risks of trying to accomplish a certain goal versus what would happen if I don't at least work for it. So um, I heard this on a podcast and it's called the Life Coach Podcast by Brooke Castillo. And it was so incredible and it was mind blowing because she talks about why we're not taking action. And this goes back to navigating fear, right? So she talks about how our thoughts and our feelings and our actions, those are all things that we can control. And there are certain circumstances that we can't control. Like we can't control people. We can't control the past, but we actually have probably more things that we can control than we may realize it. And I want to just simply break this down for, your, for you because I think it's just so interesting. But she talks about how everything that we do is because we want to feel a certain way. And everything in, that you want in life is based on a feeling. So either it's the feeling that you think you will have when you achieve it and when you get it or the feeling that you think you will have if you avoid it. So what's super interesting about this concept, especially around fear, is because like basically our feelings fuel our action. 
And so if we're afraid to try something new, if we're afraid to fail, if we're afraid because we don't feel like we're worthy of success, that mindset is going to drive our action. So if we're feeling empathetic towards our goals, like it's not going to happen, like there's no motivation. And oftentimes, I'm sure you hear um, people talk about this too on your podcast, Amanda, is that basically, you know, you get this like, you kind of get stuck because it's like, if you're so afraid to take action because you're waiting for motivation, you're never going to get to that point because you're already thinking that you're going to fail. Is this making sense? Like, no, it totally you makes to sense. No, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Amazing. I'm just like uh, word vomit, but yeah. I'm just so, okay, good. Good. I want to make sure. But so that's something like I really want people to slow down and, and kind of unravel because it's like, I think we spend so much time on our, like beating ourselves up, but really we should just like, what am I afraid of? Like, okay, I'm afraid of fail. Like, and really unpack that and, and, and get so self-aware because when you finally realize that our feelings are really driving our actions, it's no wonder why you feel stuck if you're going in with a negative mindset. So comparison, oh man. So when I first became a coach, like you often like look at other people and and you can even do this in your own life too. It's like, you kind of sometimes like look at other people and if they have achieved the success that you want to achieve, you may, you may start to compare yourself. Okay. So here's what I think you should just remember and how we can really squash the comparison game, especially like if you're just scrolling on Instagram and you see everyone and they're perfectly curated, you know, pages and they're just always done up and they always have like the best lighting. It's easy to like, look at that person and think, man, I could never be like that. Or man, like they just have it. You're just really comparing their highlight reel to what maybe your reality is. And the moment you start to do that is really like, gosh, there's so many things I could say about this, but like, I just feel like we look at their highlight reel and we put so much of their success on a pedestal. And when you start to do that, it doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve you in the, in the goals that you're looking to achieve in any capacity. So you, there's two ways to look at it. You can just have the victim mode, the victim mode of being like, good for her. Well, good for her, but that I could never do that. Or the cheerleader mode, like, yeah, like you're super positive towards their successes, but still feel like you could not measure up. And my advice to you, because I've gone through this too, and this is the reason, like this was a roadblock for me. When you start to compare yourself, like you're sort of giving up your superpower because the the one thing that you have that's your superpower, superpower is what makes you you. So it's not to say like, first of all, take them off the pedestal because that you put them on. Because the only difference is that they've taken action towards their goals in time. They probably were consistent longer than maybe you have been. And it's it's not that you can't accomplish those things. It's just that they may have time on their side and they just did not give in to the fear of whatever kept them stuck. And so that, man, comparison, I could keep going, but like, I think that's what's super, super important is just to, to not just to remember, like, and I've done this too. And I think that's why I get so passionate about it, especially in in network marketing and Beachbody. Like you look at all the successful coaches and you think, oh man, like good for her. But my, the, what has helped me is like, why not me? Like we put 
these like limitations on ourselves when really it's just like, there's no reason why you can't achieve the success that you crave. And so that's why comparison, man, well, I can keep going. But. I think you should, you have to go with into it with a look of reality too, of you are never going to look exactly like that person because they are a different person (laughs) like they have different genetics they you don't know their background how they grew up like you don't know all of these things that come into play to see that one photo and that moment and that scroll on instagram you don't know their entire backstory or their genetic makeup like i know like as hard as i could ever possibly work out if i made it my full-time job i'm not gonna have some of the booty that some of these instagram girls have (laughs) it's just like not going to happen and for me to make myself feel terrible and tell tear myself apart saying, oh my God, well, you don't look that good and you're you're not going to have this. It's just like, well, that shouldn't be the goal. And and that's also that is fleeting too. Like you can have that sweet looking booty, but you're not going to have that when you're 80 either. You know what I mean? Of like, it's going to pass no matter what you should, your goals shouldn't be just this one thing to compare yourself to a picture. It should be healthy to feel good. There's like so much more to it. And again, you don't know that person's story. You don't know what they're putting into their body. It could be something mm-hmm. a little bit more than fruits yeah. and veggies. So like, you know, I th- I think that's important to take into account too, that you just don't know. You can't tell through a picture. Oh, I'm like nodding my head like, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. And it's just like, exactly. And I love how you said like, we have to look at at it. Like, how am I going to feel when I accomplish these goals? How is this going to make me happy? And it's like, it's so much more than how we look, you know, like there's such a story there to the, to to weight loss stories a hundred percent. But I like, I would imagine you too. Like, I feel like you probably feel like a whole different person and it's not about like, yes, the physical transformation is there, but at the same time, it's just like, wow. Like you just have this deep sense of just fulfillment and happiness. And that's not by looking at someone else. Like, in comparing yourself, it's again, what can I do to achieve the goals that I want? Because looking at someone else is not going to make me happy and it doesn't serve me. It really only just keeps me stuck. Yeah. And then if you just keep doing that and you are working towards your goals, you're, there's always going to be somebody that looks better or is stronger mm-hmm. or there's, you know, blank. So it's like no matter what level you get to, you could achieve your goal. If you're still doing the comparison game, there's still somebody that's got a six pack and you don't. And then you're, then you're comparing, you know, you just keep changing the comparison and making yourself feel bad, even though you've accomplished such great things, you're just keep holding yourself down because you're comparing yourself to a person that is not you. And there's no control in that. Like it's never enough. Like the moment where you're looking for validation outside of yourself, you've already lost because it's like, you will never feel fully fulfilled because it's like, you always are feeling like you're falling short because it's like, you're not that person. So again, like going back to what you just said, if you're just 1% better than what you were yesterday, which might sound so cliche, but that's the compound effect. Like putting one pebble in your pile every single day, just what you did in your incredible weight loss journey, it all adds up. And so all that time we waste looking at ourselves, thinking that we're not good enough or we don't measure up to that, you know, Sally Sue on Instagram, it's, it's so silly because it's like, you just have to stay in your lane and say, all right, I did three pushups yesterday. I'm going to do four today. And that's how you celebrate those wins. It's so important. And my, another thing I could just like write a journal, like keep track of your wins because the moment you start to feel like I'm not where I want to be, or I'm not, you know, 
like you start to get into that spiral, that negative spiral, take a look at like what you've accomplished and how far you've come since you started your journey. And that's just going to make you feel so much better versus looking at someone else and thinking, I'm not where I want to be because look at that. Like, you got to stop that. (laughs) Well, I'd also say that if you are following people like that on wherever you're at, whatever social media, then unfollow them. Like notice like when you see something, if they spark in something in you that bothers you and it's not a positive feeling, there is no harm. I mean, you don't have to unfriend Mm -hmm. them and then go through drama if, if you know them personally, but you can, you know, mute their account or whatever where they're not gone, but you're just taking a little break and see how that makes you feel. Cause I mean, I've done that. I have, I mean, it's, there's only been a few people cause I, but there's been some where I'm like, I can't look at just booty shots all day. Like this is, not, I mean, it's really, if you think about it, like what yeah. is it, what is this doing for me? What is this adding to my personal life? Again, good for her. That's awesome. High five, mm-hmm. man, you are, you're killing your own game. But at the same time, like I, that is just, that is not serving me in, in my yeah. everyday life. It doesn't serve as a healthy motivation so it's like okay that's got to be muted for for because instagram lets you mute for like 30 days and like we'll see if in 30 days if i feel differently about it or if i miss seeing it and usually i don't so i think that's Mm -hmm. you know part of a a healthy relationship with social media which that's its own freaking podcast oh i know (laughs) i know we could spend so much time there but i totally agree with you like yes click the unfollow button, like stop the torture, right? Like you have that ability to like either mute that person. If especially if it's causing a trigger. And when you do that, when you realize like, okay, like this isn't making me feel good. Like I'm constantly comparing myself rather than like getting really hard on yourself, just really get curious and give yourself compassion and grace because then it's like another spiral effect where it's just like, okay, now I'm comparison. Okay. I'm an unfollow. But oh my gosh, look at her abs. And I I don't look like that. I have still so long to go. Like, that's just the inner work that you get to, that you get to work on. Celebrate that. Like, and and come from a perspective of like, you know, you can, once you get to the point where you can celebrate other people's success, then you know, like you're in a really good spot internally because you've been doing the work. Like, give yourself time. Like, it doesn't, this isn't something where I'm telling you all this information because it came to me overnight. Like this has been a two year journey, you know? So give yourself some grace. So explain to me imposter syndrome. Yeah, absolutely. So it's so interesting. Like this was actually coming up a little bit, like, especially when you asked me to be on your podcast, I was like, wait a second, what you want me? Like what? Like, (laughs) and it's so, (laughs) and I'm so grateful and humble, like honored to be here and, and to speak. Um, hopefully this, these, you know, this advice to your listeners, but I feel like imposter syndrome, just to break it down, like it's like feeling like that fraud and that you would doubt your accomplishments. And for a long time, when I became a coach, like I felt I needed all the credentials and there's, there's truth to that. Like it's important. Like people should, should really, you know, talk to their trainer, their doctor, especially with certain health, you know, things like let's, let's just say that for, for, to make sure I have that. But like, For example, I remember when I first became a coach, I was like, oh, I really love like being a fitness instructor. I want to do that. Like I want to get more into like teaching classes and, and, and really just like working at a gym part-time. Like I, and that's awesome. Right. So I, I'm going to go back to the imposter syndrome, but this is just a little backstory where I decided to take this course. It was like a four week course. 
to then eventually take the ACE exam. And I have a journalism background. Like I like to write. So anything with kinesiology or knowing what muscles, how to make the muscle, like that's something that's totally out of my wheelhouse. So I had to study my booty off. And honestly, like when it came time to take the test, I failed it. And I felt like such a fraud because it's like, man, I've been working so hard and clearly I'm not good enough. Like, can I actually help people? Oh my gosh. Like all the self-doubt insecurities were, were flooding in because I was kind of like measuring my success with a, with a certification and the only letters behind my name are like life, like life experiences. Right. So I just, (laughs) yes. Amen, sister. Like, you know what I mean? And I think it's so interesting to me because it's like, we put so much pressure on like, like wanting to feel qualified in order to feel worthy to help people. And that's, like that, at least from my own experience. And so I, I just like had to let that go. And that imposter syndrome, like I was feeling like a fraud and I was doubting my accomplishments, like uh, not so much accomplishments, but just like my passion and inspiration in what I get from being a coach, like what I get from paying this forward because I felt like I wasn't qualified. And then I broke it down and thought, okay, these are, this is working for me. And just like you would recommend your favorite restaurant or your favorite Lululemon leggings, which are online, they're amazing. Like I can, I can do that. Right. So it's like, why was I having this block when I thought I wasn't qualified to help people? And so I really had to like do the inner work and get over myself because it's like, Brittany, (laughs) you can do it. Like you don't need if that's your jam, if you want to get all the credentials and, and, and that's required, depending on your, you know, field of work, amazing. But I was definitely letting that, that keep me stuck. So I think if uh, one book that I highly recommend, it's called the big leap. And it talks about that. Everyone has an upper limit, like depending on like, however much you've achieved, there's always like this limit that we, we cap our success because we feel Like we just either aren't worthy enough or good enough. And so you just kind of have to break through that. And there's every new level of success. You have to break through that, that glass ceiling that we put on ourselves. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that speaks to me too. I mean, especially the, specifically the credentials part, because I Mm. don't, I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not certified in nutrition yet, but like all of these things where I think of like, Oh my God, who, you know, who, I mean, and I have a whole podcast, but I'm like, you know, but who who am I? But I'm like, well, I have all this life experience and I feel like hopefully I come from it from a very real place of, you know, I mean, I, I didn't do Biggest Loser. I didn't work out for six hours a day and have a personal chef and it was a lot of sloppiness. So that, yeah, I, I'm totally with you right there where I do like get into arguments with your, with myself of just. But sometimes you just have to be like, well, I feel I'm, I'm making a difference. So just, just shut exactly. up and do it. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So, so true. And you don't even realize like you're being inspiring. Like I got this message the other day and I was like, thank you so much for following me. They're like, yeah, it's like, I love your stuff. And it's just, that's what matters. Right. Like at the end of the day, like the, like, <sighs> yes, certifications are important, but at the, like if you're being your true authentic self and you just genuinely care about wanting to pay whatever it is forward and inspire people, we can do that. We, we have, in fact, it's selfish not to do it. If it's really, we're, we're not only holding ourselves back, but we're holding other people back. If we're too afraid to, to really, you know, put ourselves out there and especially like you're on this podcast, which is amazing on your Instagram. So it's, 
yeah, it's definitely an internal work that you don't ha- that doesn't have to keep you stuck. Well, I think it goes into too, and this was a problem for me. Um, you know, when I started like on my current weight loss journey, of you think of like, well, I'm not this person. I'm not like a mm-hmm. fitness person. Like you, you have this own definition for yourself, and you just can't redefine yourself as something else until like. I mean, if you would have asked me for almost all my life, would I be like a health and fitness person? I would be like, I wish. Yeah, right. But it just <laughs> kind of like turns into that. But it's like because I had yes. to stop telling myself that script of that's not mm-hmm. you. That's not what you do of like, well, maybe it is once you get out of your own way and you just started doing it. And then, you know, then it just kind of happens when you stop telling yourself that that's not who you are. Exactly. And honestly, Another thing I would say too to that is like, it's just really just taking messy action. Like I think so often we feel like we have to have all of our ducks in a row. We have to have all the the research and, and it has to be perfect. And especially I, I would imagine, I don't know the backstory, but when you started your podcast, like, did you feel like, yes, I'm going to do this? Or did it come from just like, you, you just had to start, right? Yeah. Well, for me, like the backstory was, um, we, we got, we started doing podcasts here at the radio station for our radio shows. And I was like, can I have one for myself? And they're like, if you yeah. want to do the work, go for it. And I'm like, well, I do. <laughs> uh, because I mean, I love this. I love talking about it. Yeah. And I really, I just wanted to just start and jump in. And I didn't really have a super clear game plan. My original mm-hmm. intentions were to do two a month and now I do five a week. So wow. yeah, so it was just kind of like, amazing. just, it's like with anything, it was just like losing weight or, you know, running a marathon or anything is you just have to start and you have to just jump mm-hmm. in and everything can be messy for a while. And you just kind of have to figure it out where you're going to hit dead ends. And, but then you'll find some open doors and it's just kind of like, you just have to go because if you sit yeah. around and think about the perfect way to do it, it's never oh. going to happen. I mean, and it's, it's, this is maybe a silly analogy, but it's kind of going back to like when you see a child learning how to ride a bike, you know, like, it's like, they're not afraid to fall however many times and eventually they'll get up and they'll, they'll just, they'll finally get it. But that's not from getting it right away. It's like allowing yourself to fail forward. Cause there's nothing worse. If you're going to like be afraid to fail, it's really not taking the action. That's how you're feeling or quitting or giving up on yourself. And so I think that's so awesome. Like you're just basically just yeah the messy action feel forward yeah and and that's where you grow is those messy times the hard times the plateaus all of that stuff those are the times I mean when you're in it it sucks <laughs> but <laughs> yes but yes. that's where you like learn and you grow the most like that's where you're going to move forward to your next steps is that you have to have that messy stuff and I mean this is one of my favorite quotes of all time is um that with that, well, God, now I'm just going to, now I'm going to go blank out, of course. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Perfect example of, oh, God, now why am I, now why can't I think of it? Is, um, fail forward. Not fail forward. I do that without, without, hold on. Uh, no, take your time. It's a, While you think of it, should I give action steps? Yeah, go for it. So one thing, so we were talking about this earlier about like wanting those tangible takeaways and this is something that has helped me get really clear on the goals I want to achieve. So it's just the action steps that you have to take moving forward. Now that you kind of understand, you know, why you might be fearful towards a certain goal, how we can, you know, really give ourselves some grace and stop the comparison game, (laughs) unfollow if you have to, 
And then, you know, not allowing yourself to get in your own way, especially when it comes to imposter syndrome, because that may happen. Like that's going to maybe come up when you're going after these big goals. So one, a couple of things that I want your listeners to take away, just get really clear. And especially if it makes you kind of afraid, if it's really like that tug, chances are you have to like, that's, that's kind of like a sign to like really go for it. Um, and then go all in and create urgency towards your goals. I think one thing that gets us tripped up is that we don't have like this deadline. And so if we're not excited, if we don't have like this urgency, we're going to keep saying, well, on Monday, I'll start it next month. I'll wait for the perfect time. And that will never happen. And I think the biggest one thing, like I always was afraid of like being on autopilot, like being just complacent. Like that's something that made me more fearful than it was to like, just take messy action. Like we were talking about earlier. And again, remember this action fuels motivation. So And then motivation kills that doubt. So whatever goal that you're trying to achieve, whether it's in your career or your health and fitness, if you have, and if you're experiencing doubt and you're waiting for the secret sauce, if you're waiting for the motivation, you just got to decide. You just have to decide and go all in and take action. Take action. I can't say that enough. Um, And we always think, again, I, I think I said this earlier, but we always think about the risks, but I want you to flip it and I want you to think about what will happen if I don't go towards this goal, if I don't take action towards this goal. And where will I be if I say yes today? If I just start small today, where will I be two months from now? And if if you do nothing, let's reverse it. If let's say you do nothing to take action towards your goals, where am I going to be in two months from now? Don't take the time to always do that. You know, we're just sort of going through the motion. So if you're listening to this podcast, it's for a reason and it's for, and I want you to hear this. I, I, now is your time, (laughs) like repeat after me. Now is my time to start taking action. And if you have big goals, you have to have big action. We can't kid ourselves, right? Like we're not going to wake up and maybe be at our goal weight. We're not going to wake up and be at our dream job. Like it's a journey. You've heard that before, but you just have to give yourself time And consistency, if you haven't read The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, like do it now. And The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone is also incredible because it it makes you basically 10X your actions. And the last recommendation of a personal development book that I love is called The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins, which basically just in a nutshell, five, four, three, two, one, go. Like... (laughs) it tricks your brain brain into taking action. So you don't have that doubt come up. Like if you just count backwards, five, four, three, two, one, go, you're going to do it. That's how I actually get up in the morning because when my alarm goes up, I don't always have the motivation, but I do that. And then I get up. Awesome. Oh yeah. I love that so much. It's so good. (laughs) Good. Good. Uh, And the quote that I was struggling to find here is if there is no struggle, there is no progress. Yes. Um, which I think is so true. And then um, a recommendation for me as far as a podcast goes is um, listening. To, well, I love Oprah's Super Soul Conversations oh, yeah. and Oprah's Masterclass. And I think that quote works for anybody because if you listen to any of those people that have a cre- you know achieved great success, including Oprah, they just did like a two part story on Oprah, is that they their path wasn't 
a straight shot up. There's so mm-hmm. many struggles and downtimes and hard times and working really hard and falling down and having to learn how to pick yourself back up of yes. anybody that's created a, a giant success for themselves, whether that's weight loss or fitness or business or whatever it is, has this crazy you know past where you have had times of struggle and just know that that it's just part of the process that whenever you Mm -hmm. fail or you feel like you can't get started because you're worried about all those roadblocks that that's where the success comes is just pushing through well and you set this up perfectly but it's this fall in love with the process not what the process produces yes exactly that's that's it that's fall in love with the journey like because that's where growth happens you waking up with a your goal weight tomorrow, you're gonna miss out on all the 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 beauty that comes from growth. Yeah, because if you just were like if you just won the lottery and handed the money, that'd be awesome. But then most of those people like <laughs> blow it on like you know yeah. eighteen karat gold go karts and then go into <laughs> debt and then get their house repossessed. Exactly. So it's like you have to like learn to appreciate and have gratitude, and you do yes. that by going through the process. That and 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 believe in yourself. Like I'm sure Oprah too, like it's just being your biggest cheerleader and it's, you have to, right. Cause it's like, no one else is going to believe in like, that's, that's up to us to believe in ourselves that whatever it is that we want to achieve, we can, if we're willing to take action, put in the work, stay consistent, but ultimately believe that it is possible for us. Yeah. So I just think that you're so motivating. Like I said, your Instagram, oh, I just think is just like a positive light on social media. So thank if some, you. If somebody wants to, you know, have you be their coach or they just want to follow you, yeah. where, where do they find you at? Thank you so much for asking. Yep. It's at Brittany and Larson and you can connect with me there. I just put together a fun, like five day free guide of busy girl, like health hacks guide, which includes um, like really yummy, healthy recipes and a couple of different workout options. So I would love to connect with you over on my Instagram. That's where I hang out. And I'll, of course, tag you on everything um, in the notes Thank on the you. podcast and then on my Instagram at You Compound This, which I will post you up there and tag you on all that fun stuff. And I just I just I love what you do. I think that you're great. And I love that oh. how motivating you are. Well, thank you. And so are you. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy that I got to meet you when you were in Minneapolis and and to work with you. You're so inspiring, Amanda. And so I just am thrilled to be on your podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'll have to come back and you'll have to I'll have to wear a different wacky outfit on TV. There you go. (laughs) That sounds wonderful. You're you're booked. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, Brittany. You're welcome. Have a good day.